Wow. Wow, wow, wow. We, the Seattle Kraken, at home, provided the Vancouver Canucks with their first win of the season. It's hard for me to follow what Nick Olchek is saying about there are good things to take away from this game. When the Seattle Kraken blew a lead, got tossed around the ice at home, and could not find a win against a winless team. We're not a layup. Come to Seattle, get your points, and go. No, we're the whole damn show. You are Locked On Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, Seattle Kraken fans, it's a Friday. We're going to dust ourselves off. Um, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Where we're going to start this show, uh, you heard me in the open. Wow, is really all I can say about yesterday's loss to. The Vancouver Canucks no longer winless. I had our headline yesterday. Can the Seattle Kraken avoid Kraken crap? We did not avoid Kraken crap. We had a whole plate of it. And I want to talk about some of the things that I think um, need to be addressed. But one of them is practice. So I, that's where I'm going to start. Oh, yeah, we talking about practice. We talking about practice. I actually had an episode called We Talking About Practice. We talked a lot about practice last season because there was a time where the Seattle Kraken, you may remember this, a time where the Seattle Kraken um, were having more practices. They were having more focused ice time. And that was because they had games that had to be postponed because of COVID protocol. Unfortunately, the Seattle Kraken went back to their Kraken crap after that series of practices. The reason I'm talking about practice right now is because once again, the Seattle Kraken announced that today's skate today's practice is optional. So I did a little math on my handy dandy whiteboard. Love these things. And since the 13th of October, so in the last 16 days today included, there have been four optional practices, three canceled practices, so that's seven changes to the practice schedule for the Seattle Kraken. In that same time, in that same stretch, they have had eight games. And I'm just wondering if maybe we need 
to talk about practice. Are we talking about practice? Because what appears to be a theme for the Seattle Kraken is special teams. And special teams do not improve by manifestation. And some of you know I am a sage-burning, crystal-wearing auntie. I've got my I've got my moonstone on right now. I believe in all of that. But the thing that we learn is that when you cleanse with things like sage or when you wear crystals, you are setting an intention and the crystal or the sage or the incense is helping you put that intention and in, and in, into a tangible something, into a tangible act of sage or into a tangible thing like a stone. And in that way, it helps cognitively create that intention or that manifestation to make it real. Visualization is extremely important. I believe in visualization as a practice in sports psychology. But when there's a disconnect between the visualization and the doing, there's actual science that you can't just take your hopes, wishes, your intents, and your your intentions and your visualizations. You're not going to take them to the next level until you physically do something. You have to physically do something. And so now that you've come to you know my uh, auntie's apothecary talk, I want to break this down. What does that mean? It means for me that the Seattle Kraken should be at practice. We should be practicing. I know, crazy, right? I believe in rest. I believe that's important. I know we have had to grind it out against some pretty competitive teams, including last night, the Vancouver Canucks tossed us around the ice. But we need practice. We need practice. We need practice. The Seattle Kraken is a team that has some work to do. As a team, we sit at 64.5% on the penalty kill. That accounts for 31st overall in the league. The only team that's behind us, the Vancouver Canucks, and they tossed us around the ice. So the Seattle Kraken doing much better on the power play. On the power play, we are sixth overall in the league at a 28.6% clip on the power play. That's the percentage that we are successful. The Colorado Avalanche, just so you know, are the top team in the league. They're at 50%. And the Edmonton Oilers, who are second overall, are at 34%. So... Colorado's running away with it. To go back to the, the penalty kill, the New York Islanders are 100%. The San Jose Sharks are 93.3%. So those are your top two. The sixth team overall, Dallas Stars, at 89.2%. So at 64.5%, that's a failing grade. The Seattle Kraken are failing on the penalty kill. And yet, we have missed... Seven opportunities to practice the penalty kill. Seven opportunities to practice the penalty kill. And 
that's a problem. Um, that's a problem. So I want to get into more of the stats about the game, but I really couldn't help myself. Um, I saw this tweet. Let me pull it up. Oh, this tweet, I think, really says it all. And my response, um, I'll explain for those who maybe don't have any affinity to the southern states. Uh, so uh, we have Brandon who's a great follow if you are a Seattle Kraken fan. Um, also, little spice here. A wise man once said, can work on specialty teams if practice continues to be canceled slash optional. To which I, on behalf of the Seattle Kraken, wrote this. My grits are not burnt. They are torched. So there's a saying in the South, like, you know, when something bothers you, it burns your grits. Oh, that really burns my grits. Seattle Kraken losing to Vancouver after blowing a lead burns my grits. My grits are not burnt. They're not charred slightly. They're not a little bit crispified. They are ash. When it comes to the Seattle Kraken having optional or canceled practices and not practicing special teams, particularly the penalty kill. So coming up on Locked on Kraken, I'm going to get more into the game stats. I was beside myself. Um, but the one good thing, there's one good thing that I think can come of how Vancouver played and how it could benefit the Seattle Kraken. So we're going to talk about that coming up on this Friday edition of Locked on Kraken. Right now, though, I told you we are... I told you that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting, football, and the start of the new basketball season. But of course, you can also find NHL odds, props, and of course, future bets, which I love looking at, especially when it comes to our guy, Matty Beneers and the Calder Trophy. As always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every sport out there. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Seattle hockey fans. I thought last night was another brutal one. We got to talk about it, though. Let's talk about it. Let's keep it real. Uh, you know, we we got to talk about it. So Vancouver came in, and if you missed my squad cast with Justin Pony, I will have that in the show notes for you. But we talked about it. Vancouver was going to be a hungry team. Vancouver was desperate. I mean, if you listen to yesterday's show, you know that Justin, on behalf of Vancouver and their fan base, they sounded desperate for a win. And what did they do? They knocked Seattle around early in the game. And it was something that actually, I believe it was uh, Jamie Oleksak before the game talked about that. Uh, we didn't play any clips. We we recorded that episode just before the Seattle Kraken even hit the ice, so we, we didn't have that for you. But the Seattle Kraken knew that this, this was going to be a desperate team, and desperate teams can be dangerous teams. And that's what we saw. We also heard from Justin on that Squadcast episode, as I pull up the stats for those of you watching on YouTube, Justin said that the way – 
that Demko played would be indicative of how the Vancouver Canucks were going to be able to um, perform and, and that he'd have to steal a game for his team to win. So I mentioned this in my mini rant, my post game rant that I put up on it's on YouTube and on social media platforms, but the hits 21 hits for the Canucks night or excuse me, 13 hits for the Seattle Kraken, but it wasn't just the hits and the physicality in that what are clean hits. You also had 23 minutes, 23 minutes in the penalty box for the Vancouver Canucks, 19 minutes overall for the Seattle Kraken. So you had, we, the Seattle Kraken, were able to get Vancouver, or Vancouver put themselves in the penalty box for 23 minutes, but also put us in for 19. That means there was only, as you see, like there was only really four total minutes of power play action for the Seattle Kraken. We officially had two, or excuse me, four power plays. We went one of four. If a team is so hell-bent on being that physical and being what I called straight-up dirty, it was rough and tumble out there, and it was a strategy. The Vancouver Canucks did a perfect job, whether it was intentional or not. It seemed extremely intentional since it started in the first, what, five seconds of the game or so it felt. If they're going to be so hell-bent, literally baiting the Seattle Kraken to fight them, the Seattle Kraken need to show more restraint. Vince Dunn, uh, or excuse me, it was Jared McCann. Um, no, it was Vince Dunn. Excuse me. Vince Dunn showed that restraint. Player squared up, wanted to drop the gloves. He thought about it and then skated away. By that time, there were already two players for Seattle in the penalty box. I mean, let's look at these penalties. I usually don't focus on this, but if you can see on the screen here, here uh so let me point up there mm -hmm. this is the penalty summary i don't usually focus on this but look 227 seattle vancouver both in the box 327 a minute later one minute 60 seconds 60 ticks later another fight then vancouver goes in at 804 then we have two penalties for Seattle in the second. So now Vancouver, they already have us riled up. Now they're getting opportunities on the power play. I think, honestly, it's genius. I hate that it happened to us. But when you can't win a game and you're desperate, you do what you got to do. And Seattle fell for it. Two power play opportunities. I'll get back to that stat at the top. Then 1654, Geeky and Burroughs. In there, 1654, also Elias goes in. And then, um, you know, penalties out the wazoo for Vancouver. Now, here is the problem. I said we went one of four on the power play. The Canucks were perfect. Two for two on the power play. They played a game. They played a mind game. And the Seattle Kraken, in my opinion, were frantic after that. So, you know, Vancouver gets on the board first. 
I made a joke like, oh, you know, uh, they, their idea is to just get all of the defensemen into the box and then crash the net. Uh, they get the first goal. What I loved is that we see Oleksiak and McCann get back on the board. Um, but then in the second period, Vancouver comes storming back. Couldn't keep the lead. Blow the lead. Maddie Beneers, my guy. You know I think Maddie Beneers is that guy. I think there's still some development that he needs to do, but right now he's that guy, in my opinion, for the Seattle Kraken. He gets on the board, um, but and and on that is um, Jordan Eberle's six, 600th point in, uh, in the National Hockey League. Um, so that's a good milestone. We'll hear him talk about that. Um, and then Elias Pettersson, you heard – Last or yesterday's on yesterday's show, Justin Pooney talk about needing to see Elias be one of those players that steps up for Vancouver, gets them on the board. That ultimately um, is not the game-winning goal, though, because uh, Jaden Schwartz scores in the in the final you know seconds of the game. Um, so Connor Garland's unassisted goal is the game winner officially. Um, Jaden scores on that power play. So we see that the one power play goal that Seattle got came very late in the game. Also, even though we're better statistically in ranking on the power play, this was not a great game for the power play. Um, and when you have a team so riled up, here's the thing. And I talk about how I hate fighting in hockey. And I don't know if you've picked this up. Probably have if you've been a longtime listener. Thanks, as always, for listening to Locked on Kraken. I'm your host, Erica El Ayala. I'm a hothead. So I get it. I get putting that as a part of your game. I really do. Because I did that. Um, I just played sports where we weren't physically punching each other. Um, I never did that. And I, I don't think I would. And I wouldn't in, if I played hockey because now you've got, you, t you literally drop the gloves. So the protection that you have for your hands. And now if you, you're punching a, a visor and an, a helmet that is meant to protect your noggin, your knuckles are going to be swollen after that. Not to mention if you, if you scuff them, now they're raw and then you're going to put them back into that glove, that gnarly, sweaty-ass glove. I know they do a better job in the NHL of like keeping those dry for them in the intermissions, but ah, on so many levels, it doesn't make any sense to me. In this game, it took Seattle a little bit of time to not only identify what Vancouver was doing, but to adjust to it. And that got them the win. Coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I do want you to hear from Maddie Beneers, Dave Haxtell, and Jordan Eberle. I told you he hit a milestone, so we'll talk about that coming up on Locked on Kraken. The numbers don't lie. I just talked about numbers and how the Seattle Kraken doing so great in some numbers. But the numbers don't lie when in the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their homes. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. And so you're going to get 24 7 professional monitoring. Simply Safe agents call you the moment 
a threat is detected and will dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not at home or can't be reached. The monitoring system uses an expert proprietary advanced response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real so you can get the highest priority police dispatch. So to customize your perfect system in your home in just a few minutes, you can head to simplysafe.com backslash locked on NHL. You can save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and you will get that first month free. Visit simplysafe.com backslash locked on NHL to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. And I personally would like to simply see the Seattle Kraken be able to safely keep a lead, um, but there's some work to be done. I want you to hear what the players and the coaches had to say about the physicality. I thought it was out of pocket. I was like in here like, knock if you buck, crime mob style. I get very worked up. I told you I'm a little bit of a hothead. I don't like when people that I, I go to bat for are being pushed around. I don't like it. Um, I'm usually not going to instigate a fight, but if you come at me, I'm going to give you the business. And I think there was a way, there was a balance where Seattle could have really pushed back without physically pushing back on Vancouver. But let's first hear from Maddie Beneers um, and then Dave Haxtell. I think they had two differences of opinions on the physicality. Let's hear what they had to say post-game. They came out, and, you know, I think they wanted to send a message and, you know, fought to our guys. And, uh, you know, I thought we had a good start. But, um, yeah, it was a physical game, and you see it right from the get-go. Especially teams weren't able to get the – uh, timely power play goal um, and on our PK it was a matter of you know finishing we did everything right except get the clears um, you know and you know and uh, maybe on that second one you know either a clear or a save and that makes the, that makes all the difference it's a very physical game tonight a couple fights right in the first couple minutes of the game what do you think led to that well, there's good intensity it's, uh, it's hockey there's good intensity out there um, you know I guess I guess we're ready to go Maddie Beneers identifying that's something that Vancouver wanted to do. Dave Haxtell like, all right, cool. It's hockey. Let's move on. I get it. Some people, that's their vibe. This was more than hockey physicality, in my opinion. And Vancouver executed to perfection getting under Seattle's skin. But I told you Jordan Eberle did hit a milestone. Let's hear what he had to say. And then there's a little piece of what he said that really just sounded like deja vu. Um, you know, you know, I've been fortunate enough to play with a lot of you know, talented players and, um, you know, coming at a young age. So um, you know, I've just tried to be as consistent as possible. I think that's the biggest thing. And if you want to stay in this league, and you know, I hope to try and just continue to get better with age. I think, um, you know, it's, it's become a young man's game and in the speed. But, you know, if you can, you know, find a way to be productive at an age, you can stay in this league for a long time. And that's kind of my goal. Jordan Eberly was also interviewed by Piper Shaw. We, we, here in this house, we stand Piper Shaw. Um, so he talked about 
you know, reaching that milestone means that you've been in league for a while. It means that you've been able to play with some great players. Speaking of Piper, she had this cute little anecdote about Eberly and Schwartz and how they got the call from the AHL to the NHL at the same time, thought they were in trouble. So if you're not already following Piper Shaw TV at Piper Shaw TV, make sure you go ahead and do that. Um, but there's something else that Everly said, and I'm almost confident. I tried to look in my archives, but I couldn't find it. I'm almost positive Everly said this exact thing several times last season. I want you to hear it. Um, I, I mean, we knew they were going to be a desperate team. I think, you know, obviously everyone knows what's going on. But, um, I mean, we, we had our chances. We, you know, finding that next goal when it's 2-1 to, to try and take over, a, you know, a, maybe a, a, a vulnerable team a little bit. So, um, you know, we just we got to find a way to win rather than find a way to lose. Hockey guys, we know they have their sayings. There are hockey sayings. And I think for Everly, one thing, at least with the Seattle Kraken, is we need to find ways to win games instead of just trying not to lose. Wow. I feel that. I feel that, Ebs. I feel that. I feel, and it makes me a little mad because I feel that. I feel that's a really good summary of the Seattle Kraken, which is why I don't understand why we are not at practice. Mm. Not only did I have a little bit of a rant, um, but I threw a little bit of a fit there. So that, that's how I feel. I told you I'm a little bit of a hothead. I told you there was some good news, though. If this is how Vancouver wants to play, baby, let them play that way tomorrow in or tonight, excuse me, in their barn and slap Pittsburgh around. Slap them around for us, Vancouver. Do us a solid because after those penguins flip up to your barn, they're coming down to Climate Pledge Arena. And I sure as crap would like them to be a little bit fatigued. Anyway, the Seattle Kraken have the day off. No game today, but the Vancouver Canucks will host the Pittsburgh Penguins, and then we will host the Penguins on Saturday. Saturday. Saturday is also going to be a bar crawl for a lot of us celebrating that spooky season. Or am I just talking about me? Either way, before we close out this episode, um, because I'm I'm fatigued by talking about things that burn my dang grits. Let's take a look at what we can expect, at least before, this is obviously before any of the stats are in from the Vancouver Penguins game. Talking about the power play. We have a better power play as of right now than the Pittsburgh Penguins. I'd like us to remember that we have a pretty solid power play and not go one for four. Just as an example, the penalty kill. Penguins not great on that either. Maybe we pull a Vancouver on the Penguins. See what I'm saying here? And that would work in our favor. We pull a Vancouver. We get them riled up and get in the box. Get them in the box. Go on the power play. Would love to see it. Face-offs. We talk about this a lot. We're not great. We're not great at the faceoffs. Last, dead last in the league, not even at 40%. Whereas the Pittsburgh Penguins at 52.1% clip from the dot, they are first in goals for. They are scoring 
an average of 4.29 goals per game. And they are giving up only three goals per game. We only score about three goals per game. So they have the favor there. I think it's going to be interesting to watch what happens in Vancouver with the Penguins there. We don't have any practice. There should be a morning skate before Saturday. But um, I don't know, folks. I'm getting tired of talking about the same stuff. I know you are too. That being said, uh, we hold fast and we stay true. We do so, though, with tough love at times, and that's what we have to give right now. If we go into Climate Pledge Arena and show this league by way of our game against Pittsburgh who we can be, I want us to dress up as the Seattle Kraken team of the future. Mm -hmm. How scary is that going to be? Depth at the center position, solid defense. Now, you know, I am definitely manifesting that one because uh, talking about my rant from earlier, we as a team have not done what we need to do to be better on defense. So I have to manifest that one before it's even real. Power kill. What do I mean by a power kill? You're so good at killing penalties, nom, 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 blocking shots, just getting puck possession that you are a serious, dangerous threat to score shorthanded. I want power kill energy for spooky season Saturday. Of course, it's the, the weekend game going into Halloween on Monday. So I want that spooky season energy. Give me a, a lethal penalty kill, a.k.a. power kill. That's what I want. That's what I am claiming and proclaiming for us as a fan base. All right? I, I had to give some tough love, but, you know, I, I, I give the positivity also. So that's what I'm claiming. That's what I'm manifesting. That's what the energy that I am sending out to the Pacific Northwest is we are going to be dangerous on the penalty kill. We are going to take advantage on the power play because we are also going to manifest that Vancouver knocks the crap out of Pittsburgh because they're hungry for a win on home ice, and then we get the battered penguins on the road and we show them the business. But we have, we absolutely missed an opportunity. Um, some say even a must-win game. We are winless against Vancouver and we can't stand for it. We're not a layup. Come to Seattle, get your points and go. No, we're the whole damn show. Eh? Eh, eh. That's right. We have to prove that we're going to be the whole damn show. It's time to do it. Saturday seems like a good time. I'll be watching, holding fast, staying true, and be kind to yourselves and to each other. Manifest good, dangerous urgh, hockey for Seattle. Hold fast, stay true. Let's go, Kraken. I'll see you next week.